episode 17. Good morning, everybody. Um, wanted just to talk to you today about investing and the habits that you create um, with investing. So, you know, I, I was listening to a an interview um, by a well-known finance YouTuber um, with a guy that day trades stocks, essentially. And it got me thinking because it always kind of, day trading has always kind of piqued my interest, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. Um, and it just got me thinking about investing and the habits that we build with it. And I just think that for the anomaly out there, they will find success day trading stocks. Um, and I'm going to lump in kind of going for quick wins um, with with the stock market. So whether that's timing the market or whether that's researching companies to find one that's undervalued so that you can invest in it and then, you know, be up 40% and then sell, right? Timing the market, buying only on the dips and then, um, you know, not investing when it's not on sale. And I just don't think that normal people, and I'm lumping myself in as a normal person, right? Because I don't have the time to do that, nor do, I, nor do I think I'd really be able to time the market very well. Um, us normal people should not try to time the market and not go after quick wins when it comes to investing. I think the average person finds success more often by being diligent with the investing, doing it every single month, um, having a set amount that they budget for their investing every single month, and they just do that continuously. And we've seen that if you diversify well, if you don't throw all your money into one stock, um, that you should see 7 to 10-ish percent return year over year. Now, that really just depends on exactly the companies you're investing in or if you're investing in you know, an ETF or an index fund um, you know, I've seen strategies out there that say you should only invest in 15 companies and that's it. You know, choose your 15 and, and invest in those. Um, I've seen a lot of research done where you should invest in um, general ETFs and index funds. It's what I do. Um, I personally invest in ETFs that mimic the S&P 500. I also invest in some um, high yield dividend ETFs as well as some growth dividend ETFs. We'll get into what those are and what all that means maybe on another episode, but um, I'm very, very highly diversified. Um, I also invest in an ETF um, that follows technology companies. I just got done talking with a friend of mine, and he invests in a mutual fund, right? So very similar, um, a curated group of companies um, that he is highly diversified with, um, and he's found great success in that. So I think that us as humans, and I lump myself into this as well, have a tendency to want to hit it big. Right? It's why so many of us play the lottery. There's that chance um, that we're going to be the anomaly. And while that may work for some people, um, I have found more people <laughs> that have found success um, with just being normal, Right, just doing something that's slow and steady. The tortoise and the hare story, right? Um, slow and steady wins the race here. And I think the more money you're you're able to allocate toward that slow and steady will be beneficial, right? So when you get to the point where you're not just maybe investing two hundred dollars a month, but you're investing two thousand dollars a month, or you're investing you know four thousand dollars a month, and you're doing it um, religiously, right? No matter if the market is up or the market is down. 
It's called a cost dollar averaging. So instead of having to time the market, you're buying stuff, you're buying stuff, <laughs> stocks, um, when the market is down. So you're getting it on sale. You're also buying it when the market might be up a little bit. Um, but at the end of the day, that averages out, cost dollar averaging. Um, and so, you know, you're not just going to make the mistake of putting a whole year's worth of investing down when the market might be up, even though you might think it be down. It, you might think it might be down. Or you maybe you get lucky that one time and you time the market and it really was down, but then next time you do it, it was at an all-time high and you lose all those gains because the market tanks by, you know, whatever, 3% in the next six months. And then you're freaking out. I don't, I don't like that emotional roller coaster. So I don't try to time the market. I just put money in every month no matter what. And I think based off of my research, that's going to get me where I need to go. So uh, to me, investing is something that I'm not trying to make it big. It's not the lottery. It's the long play game. It's where do I want to be in 10 years? Where do I want to be in 20 years? What goals do I want to accomplish? And it doesn't all have to be retirement either. And I've had many discussions with people. I don't, I don't throw a ton of money into just retirement accounts. I balance it out. So I have my retirement accounts. I have a 401k. We'll probably start a Roth IRA. Haven't even done that yet this year. But I also have an individual brokerage, taxable brokerage. Um, I like that it gives me access to my money a little bit, uh, a lot sooner than it than a, just a retirement account would. But I don't neglect the retirement account either, right? So I'm highly diversified. I'm not doing anything special. There's no trick to becoming a millionaire in a month right? It's doing tried and true principles for a long time and being disciplined with that. And then one day we'll look back and we'll say, hey, you know, look at all the work that I've put in. Look at all the work that I've put in. And it was work that I didn't have to sit in front of my computer and trade stocks for three hours a day. It was a diligent habit of putting money into the market for the long haul. And I think that really comes down to a lot in life. You don't have to necessarily do anything extraordinary as long as you do something exceptional diligently, right? You're putting in the time into whatever it is. Maybe it's reading a book. You don't have to sit down for five hours and try to read the whole book in one day. You can sit down and, uh, you know, maybe read for 30 minutes a day. And all of a sudden at the end of the week or the end of the month, you're going to look back and you read that book. What a lot of people do is they sit down and they say, I'm going to read this book. And they try to read for four hours straight. And then the next day they're so burnt out that they don't read at all, and then they get out of the habit of reading, and then all of a sudden the person that was reading 30 minutes a day finishes that book, and the person that came out and started reading four hours their first day that hasn't finished the book at all. I think the same principles can be applied to investing. So um, that's really all I got for you today. Um, thanks for listening. Again, this episode is brought to you, <laughs> um, and we'll say sponsored um, by Acorns. I'm a big believer in what they do. Um, if you're not familiar with Acorns, I think it's a great platform for beginner investors. It does two things really, really well. They have a roundup feature where it rounds up um, your transactions to the nearest dollar and invest the spare change into an investment account. Or what I use it for and have been using it for for over four years um, is this the recurring investing. So every Friday, um, I invest something into my account. Um, I started off with just $5, something I didn't even notice would be gone. And all of a sudden, you know, at, when I looked at it years ago, um, it, it had amounted to something really, really 
great in my opinion, you know, especially since money was tight back then. So um, if you would like to invest in an Acorns account, you can click the link in the show notes below. You'll get $5 added to your account by doing so. And you'll, um, I'll get a little kickback as well and you'll be supporting the podcast. So um, thank you so much for listening and we will talk soon.